0: If you're on my newsletter list and you took the survey I put out there recently, first, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. It's so helpful to know what people are thinking about and, you know, what's affecting them right now. If you're not on my newsletter list, just so you know, it was a very quick survey. I don't know, maybe less than 10 questions. But one of the questions had to do with sleep. And it was the number one question that everyone answered with, it's so important, but it's not working very well for me right now. So I thought, well, I think this is something that we should talk about because I'm actually really good at sleep. I mean, that's one of my that's one of my favorite things. Um, and if you are listening in on the podcast, just know that I also did a video because there's really some show and tell with this whole podcast. And so you can grab the video either off our website in the show notes or you can grab it off our Facebook page also. We'll link to that video in the show notes. It's a little rawer than the videos we normally do, so it was actually quite fun to shoot, and some of my friends were on the call with us. So if sleep is something you need a little bit more of, then let's chat. You're listening to the Fittest Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Kelly Howard. I've been in the fitness and outdoor adventure space for almost two decades. Today, I'm known as the motivation and adventure coach. I help smart, successful women and a few guys navigate the space between mindset, motivation, and movement to move away from self-doubt and to learn to embrace their inner athlete. You already know what you want to do, and I bet you have a pretty good idea what you need to do. Together, we can fine-tune the details and create the steps you need to get moving forward. Think of me as your shortcut to a life of fitness, fun, and freedom. I'm so glad you're here. Always been pretty good at sleeping. I mean, it's one of those things that I think, I don't just think, I know is really important, and we'll talk about why it's so important in just a second. But I will say that a few years ago, because of some stress, things that were going on in my life, uh, lack of exercise, and then just some physical changes that were going on with me, I started having some trouble with sleep. And so I decided at that time that I really needed to dive in and figure out how to. Get good at it because sleep is so important for us. I mean, I had a client who came to me and she wanted to lose weight. That was her thing. And I knew her. I mean, I knew her outside of coaching. And she was someone who was a runner. She was a very healthy eater. She was also someone who was trying to launch a business at night after taking care of her family, after working a full-time job. And so she didn't sleep. Like, I mean, she slept two or three hours a night, and that was it. So I suggested to her that it was her sleep that was keeping that weight on her. And she was, she did not believe me for the longest. We went round and round, and she tried different diets. And it was just like, you know, all these different things. And finally, finally, I got her to the point where I said, Okay, let's just try five to six hours of sleep a night. I really think you should do more than this and you need to quit stressing over it, but we really need to get your sleep back into a place where it's helping you." And it took probably three weeks, four weeks, before she finally really started started getting into the groove of sleeping well. And then everything started shifting for her. She wasn't as stressed, she was healthier, so she was able to lose the weight quicker. She was running better than she'd ever run before. She actually, after about six months, she was running bar- marathons, which she would always wanted to do. And she was able to get everything done during the day that she hadn't thought she'd be able to do without carving into her sleep. So if I haven't talked about sleep enough, let's talk about sleep now. First thing I want to talk about is just environment, your your sleep environment, your room. Think about making sure that your room where you sleep is is, really is a bedroom. You've got it decluttered. It is an environment that's inviting to you. It's an environment that really is just around sleep, relaxation, as much as you can possibly do. Like in your environment, in your sleep room, don't bring in the laptops at night. We'll talk about screens in a minute. But don't bring your work to bed with you. Have your bed and have your bedroom be a room that is somewhere, if you don't mind me saying it, somewhere sacred, somewhere for good sleep. Uh, Another thing is, is make sure that your room's dark. A dark room helps you sleep better. It also, and like I said, I mean, you can look all this up. I'm not going to go into the science of it. I will link to a few things that you can read in the show notes. But basically... These are things that are really high level shown to help you. Uh, If you have different lights on in your your room, like little blinky lights and the electronic lights and the lights on the back of the TV and all of that stuff, cover them up, like just cover them up. You want a dark room. You want a cold room too. Cold is a relative term. For me, I like my room at 68. I could probably go colder. My partner doesn't like it any colder than that, so 68 is. Another thing is that when I'm traveling, I actually take like post-it notes with me and cover up the little blinky lights in the hotel rooms because I don't know if you've noticed, but in hotel rooms, once you get them really dark, there's a lot of light that actually is still blinking around. So another one is a good mattress. I mean, whatever you can do for a good mattress, good sheets, things that make you feel comfortable when you sleep. And then... For me, I have actually, this is a non-negotiable. I have a cat and a dog. They sleep in the bedroom with me. They're part of the family and I'm not going to lock, lock them out. So it, it does interrupt my sleep a little bit. And I'll talk about one of the ways I know this uh, later on, but it just has to do with like little noises waking me up in the middle of the night and maybe not even waking me up, but actually making me more aware. So earplugs are another thing that you can try. You also want to think about dimming your lights early. And I'm going to talk more, and when we get to the gear stage, I'm going to talk more about ways of getting rid of blue light, but you want to get your lights dim early because as close as you can to the rhythm of the sun and the rhythm of the night is a really good way to make your sleep work for you. As far as it comes to like the physical piece of it, caffeine and alcohol, Mm, those things are the things that are bad sleep are made of so if you can stop your caffeine early in the afternoon early in the afternoon in fact if you can just skip the caffeine afternoon you're probably doing much better alcohol depends on the person but oftentimes it's a big sleep disruptor for people so if you're going to have something to drink have it earlier in the evening instead of later have it a couple of hours before you go to bed, before you go to sleep, because it will make a difference. Um, And there's also some evidence out there. I mean, not a lot of evidence yet, but I think that we're going to find more and more evidence about this, that sugar, like sugar at night, will lead to sleeplessness. It can affect your sleep. Um, Another thing that'll happen is that This falls under something I've read, not something that I've experienced, but I've read that if you're having sugar, more junk food, things like that later in the evening, definitely is gonna mess with your sleep, and it's also going to make you wake up in the morning, one, because you had a poor sleep, and make you crave it more, make you crave that junk food more in the morning. That is something that uh, has been proven again and again. It's the better sleep you get, the less cravings you have for poor food the next day. Another thing that you can do is finish your day before you leave your desk. You've probably heard me say this before and the reason is is that if you can if you can wrap up your day and then know what your next day is going to be before you leave your desk, what's going to happen is that You're not going to wake up at 3 in the morning with that racing mind. The mind that thinks, oh, I didn't get this done. Or, oh, what do I need to get done tomorrow? Like, if you're pretty clear, and this is is decluttering, right? If you're really clear on finishing your day and then knowing what the next day brings, it's going to help you sleep better. Another thing you can do is you can use a meditation before you sleep. Or you can use, like, self-hypnosis before you sleep there's a, the site I use is selfhypnosisdownloads.com, and you can find all kinds of self-hypnosis on there, but one of them is for sleep, and you can use that before you go to bed. Um, But when you do that, consider what you're going to be using for your screen and how you're going to deal with that, because we're going to talk about red lights and blue lights and all those good lights in just a second. Um, Another one that I've been doing at night that kind of really seems to be helping is before I go to sleep, I simply set an intention that I'm going to have a good night's sleep. Like I take a few deep breaths and I set the intention that I'm going to have a really good night's sleep. And it does seem to help. Uh, One last piece uh, and the physical side is that a lot of times people wake up in the middle of the night because they need to pee. So Then that happens. I mean, and we'll talk about ways around that once it happens. But one thing you can do to avoid that simply is have less drinks, have less uh, liquids before you go to bed. Like for me, I try and have about an hour or so before I go to sleep, I quit drinking water, I quit drinking whatever it is. I just, you know, stop. That helps me not wake up in the middle of the night having to go pee. Okay. All of those, we probably all know them, right? So just to run back over them real quick, you want a dark, cold room, cover up the lights. You don't want any blinking lights. Use dark curtains, they're great. Um, Earplugs, and we'll talk more about that in just a second. A clear, a decluttered room and a decluttered mind. All of those things are gonna help a lot. So the next piece is what I call the sleep gear piece. And these are all the different little things that I've tried and still use now that seem to help a lot. One of them is white noise. I use, now, as I said, I have a cat and a dog and they do make noise at night, like they do. Occasionally, the cat decides that she wants, she wants me to let her out in the middle of the night, even though this feline has her own cat door. She has her own safe cat yard to go into at night. I mean, she's got everything she needs, but just every so often, you know, it's like, hey, I wanna push you around, but in general, in general, we don't have that problem, um, but you want like a white noise machine. For me, I use I use an air filter, just a just an air filter that runs and it provides enough white noise that I like. Uh, for some of my friends, they have different white noise machines that will have whatever it sounds like rain or it sounds like wind or whatever your white noise is. Those help a lot because they give you that kind of soothing background noise. Um, another one that I use and this. Allows me to have some white noise is I've been using something called a hoom band and that's just h o o m band b a n d and I'll link to this in the show notes. But the hoom band, what it is, is it's like a it's like a headband. It has these really soft headphones in it, and so I can I do sleep on my side. I can still sleep on my side with this on, and it quiets the noises going on in the room, so I don't have to wear earplugs. I don't know about you, but for me, I don't like being completely deaf when I'm sleeping. I want to I wanna know a little bit about what's going on, if something's going on. If the cat needs to go out in the middle of the night, right? No, <laughs> actually, just kidding, but, you know, whatever. The Hoon Band does cut down on a lot of the noise that goes on, and the little earphones are super comfortable to sleep on. They have an app, of course, and that app has some white noise with it, so it's another way that you can use, uh, another way of eliminating noise and kind of creating some white noise in your room. Another thing, and this is kind of a weird one, but several years ago, I went to my dentist and I had a mouth guard made. And this is not like the mouth guard that you buy in your local pharmacy that looks like you play football. This is one that is made for your teeth because what I had found was that I do grind my teeth or clench my teeth at night. And it was keeping me awake. It was waking me up, and I would wake up in the morning and I'd be uncomfortable. So this mouth guard has lasted me forever, except for the one time—the <laughs> one time the dog got hold of it, and she figured if I chewed on it, she'd chew on it. So I had to have it replaced then. But after that, the dog and I had a talk. No more chewing on my mouth guard, and it's lasted forever. And it really does help me sleep better. A couple of other things I use. One of them is that there's a lot of research out there that shows that the blue lights in our TV and our screens and everything else that goes on does disrupt our sleep. And so I have these super attractive red glasses. They're like, they look like sunglasses, but they go over my glasses at night. If I'm going to watch TV then before I'm going to sleep, maybe an hour before I put these on, because it starts taking the blue light out that disrupts your sleep. So that's one thing you can do. Um, another thing that you can do, if you like to read at night, you can also use like a red light uh, headband. They You can pick them up at almost any any sporting goods store these days. You don't want a white one because the white light's going to keep you awake, but a red light will start reducing the glare and make it easier for you to start falling asleep. Another thing that I do is, if I wake up in the middle of the night, you're going to hear all about red lights, right? If I wake up in the middle of the night and my mind is running, like it's going fast and I've got to be thinking about, and I'm thinking about things that are, you know, need to get done, whatever, I keep a red light pin next to my bed and a notebook. So I can just scribble down a few notes. It's out of my mind and I can fall back to sleep. Something else I do is I I don't use a lot of melatonin. Um, Melatonin has, well, once again, I want you to look this up yourself, but There are studies that say that too much, if you use melatonin too much, you start actually not producing it yourself at all. So instead of melatonin, I use something called deep sleep. If I feel like I'm going to be awake, if I feel like something, I don't know, if I'm restless, then what deep sleep is, is it's basically herbs. It's chamomile and valerium and passion flower and I don't know what else. And that I find helps too. Then The last two things I use, or the last three things I use, one of them is I don't set an alarm. And the reason I don't set an alarm, well, I guess I don't set an alarm for a few reasons. One of them, I'm super lucky. I don't have to get up at a certain time. I wake up at a certain time almost every morning. I wake up between 5 and 5.30 and it's just like clockwork, but I've noticed that if I need to have an alarm on, or if I set an alarm, then I start waking up as I get close to that in the morning because I start thinking about, oh, I've got to wake up. Don't don't go over the alarm, the alarm right? So if you can avoid alarm, you do. The other thing is if you are going to use an alarm, use one that starts really quietly. Like, uh, I think the one that I used to use was called the Zen Zen Alarm. But it starts out really quietly, and then it just slowly increases in sound. And what that does is it brings you out of your dream sleep, uh, gentler. Um, you have a time, a chance to kind of wrap up some of those dreams that are going on. Then, a couple of other things that I do. One of them is, and this sounds like it's completely opposite to everything I've already said, since I keep saying don't have screens in your room. But... I do have a screen in my room. I use a Kindle. I have, a, I have an old Kindle that what I've done with it is I've first, <laughs> okay, this is like the crazy person Kindle, all right? So first I have a screen protector on it that reduces blue light. So it's a blue light screen protector. Then I have an app on it called Easy Eyes. And Easy Eyes takes the blue light out of your um, device right, that you're looking at. Then I take it and I turn the light all the way down. So the light is all the way down. If you look at the Kindle during the day, you can't even see it. Like you cannot even, like you can't turn it on during the day because it's so dark. But what it does is that I might read a few minutes before I fall asleep. I may not. But if I wake up in the middle of the night and my mind's racing, I'm thinking about things that need to get done, I just pick up the Kindle. I always have what I call a B-minus book on there, and the B-minus book is a book that isn't that engaging, but it's engaging enough that you'll read it, right? It's not something that you're going to, well, it's not like recently I made the mistake of buying a book that was super engaging, and so I just ended up reading all night. So you don't want those books. You want you want the book that it doesn't really matter to you whether or not you're reading it, but it's something to keep you occupied. I'll just start reading and I swear I fall asleep within a couple of minutes. So think about something like that. The app is called Easy Eyes. And then you just buy a blue screen, a blue screen protector for the, whatever your device is. And turn the light all the way down and I swear it will keep you super chill in the middle of the night and give you a possibility of just falling back to sleep. And then the last thing that I'm using these days is I'm using something called an Aura Ring. It's, uh, I think, O-U-R-A. And I just bought the Aura Ring because sometimes I like gadgets. And it was a gadget that was shown to track your sleep. But not just your sleep, like how much you're sleeping, but, you know, your rim sleep, your deep sleep, um, your restlessness, all these different things. And what I've found is a lot of the things that intuitively I thought were correct, like let's say not drinking alcohol before you go to sleep or not having caffeine before you go to sleep or I don't know, some of the other things, um, not having white noise or something to, to block out the sound, I could definitely track with that ring on. So what the what the ring tracks is it tracks your deep sleep, it tracks your REM sleep, it tracks your light sleep, it tracks your restlessness, um, it tells you when you fall asleep, and it tells you when you wake up. So, maybe for you, may not be for you. I would not suggest it at all if you're worried about your sleep. Like, if you feel like you might not be getting enough sleep, um, this happened to a friend of mine. She felt like she wasn't getting enough sleep. She got the ring, then she started seeing that she really wasn't sleeping that much, and it just stressed her out more. So, if that's a thing for you, don't do it. But if you're just interested, it's it's not for everyone. I, I do like some certain gear now and then. So just to wrap this up, let's talk about it real quick. One of them is your environment. Okay? Just go through your environment and see what you can do to make your environment more conducive to sleep. The next one is just your physical well-being. What do you need to do? Wrap up your day, declutter your bedroom, declutter your mind, uh, keep the screens and the business and the work and the social media, keep it out of your bedroom. Um, Wrap up and finish your day before you get ready to go to bed. Like, Make it easy for your mind, remove some of the stress in your life, whatever you can do, and then think about those things that are in your room that you might be able to eliminate the things that could help you be it a way of you know blocking out some noise be it a way of sleeping deeper be it a way of keeping yourself asleep at night but just remember like the reason you want to do this is that sleep is so important for you sleep is the thing that is going to give your brain a, a refresh it's going to make you feel better the next day. It's going to make you perform better the next day, whether it's at work or exercise, and it's going to allow your body to heal. I truly hope one, two, or all of these ideas will help you get a really good night's sleep. So sending you all my love and here's to sweet dreams. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I truly appreciate you being here. If you're ready to make a change in your fitness, to transform, or even to deep dive into what you need to be doing to get ready for your next dream adventure, I'd love to talk. I have space on my calendar for a few one-on-one clients, and I have a very special offer only for my podcast listeners. Go to fitisfreedom.com forward slash ready for details. If you're ready to take action on your dreams. I would truly love to work with you. Once again, that URL is fitisfreedom.com forward slash ready. I can't wait to connect and I'll see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful, wonderful week and bye for now. See you.